virgin would give birth to the Son of God. So long ago, in a barn in Bethlehem, God became flesh and blood in the infant son. Jesus Christ, God with us, was born into a family and woven into the fabric of humanity. His family tree is full of colorful characters, just like our own family trees. Some are beautiful and some broken, yet all these branches were moved to the wisdom of
Check, check, check. Sound check. Check, check, check. Nope, that's not it. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. Check again. Check, check, check. That's it. Check, check one. Check one, two. Check, 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 check. Check one, two. Check, check, check. One, two, three, four. Okay. Use that one. Check. Hello, hello, hello. Wait, I'm standing right there, or I'm, I thought I was standing.
everyone. Welcome to New Hope. That's super cool. No, we had that. The whole logo and everything. That's awesome. Hi, everyone. Welcome. Um, welcome to New Hope. Um, so glad that you're all here. Um, we have a great Christmas service for you guys today. Um, everybody, all the kids have been working on the um, the play for weeks now, and um, I'm just glad that everybody's here to come worship and praise this awesome Christmas. Um, and I just want to say a quick prayer with everybody before we start. God, I, um, I just want to pray that you can bless this service. I pray that you can bless everyone that's in the play and that convey what you want them to convey, that the Holy Spirit can just fill everyone that does it. And um, I pray that the worship service can go well, that everyone involved with it can just can, can just praise you, Lord, and can just do well with everything that they have planned. And I pray that, I pray for Pastor Rick, um, sermon and I pray that it can reach people and that people can understand and that you can just bless what he's saying Lord and influence him and just like take over and just allow him to say what you want him to say and I just pray that everyone can have an amazing Christmas and Eve day and that you can bless everyone in their lives and thank you so much for everyone here and all of the Anyone that might be new, I thank you that they walked in the doors today and pray that you can just bless this church and I pray that you can just bless everyone in it, every facet of our church. And I pray, I thank you for, for bringing me here and bringing everyone here today. Jesus' name. Amen. Amen, amen, amen. If we can all stand and get ready to worship our Father. Uh, like Grace said, the kids have been working very hard to uh, put on this program for you guys, and they've been doing a lot of good work. So this service is baked, basically ran by them, but we're going to sing a few little tunes and just hang out. So we're going to start off with Oh, Come All Ye Faithful.
I just thank you once again as the service continue, Lord. Put a special protection upon these kids as they get ready to lead you, Lord. Fill them up and show them that we are doing this only for you, Lord. And in Jesus' name we pray. Amen. responded, Oh, how my soul praises the Lord, how my spirit rejoices for God my Savior, for he took notice of his lowly servant. From now on, all generations will call me blessed, for the mighty one is holy. He has done great things. He shows mercy generation to generation to all who fear him. His, his mighty arm has done tremendous things. He has scattered the proud and haughty. He has brought down princes from their crown, from the thrones, and has exalted the humble. He has filled the hungry with good things and sent, riches, and sent the rich away with empty. He has helped his servant Israel for he has for he made this promise to our ancestors, to Abraham and his children forever. For unto us a child is born, to us a son is given, and the government will be upon his shoulder, and his name will be called Wonderful Counselor, Mighty God, Everlasting Father, Prince of Peace. And it came to pass that a decree went out from Caesar Augustus that all the world should be taxed. 
and each went to his own city to register. Joseph, from the town of Nazareth, went to Bethlehem to register, because he was a descendant of King David. He went with Mary, his espoused wife, who was expecting a child. While they were there, the time came for the baby to be born, and Mary gave birth to her firstborn son, wrapped him in swaddling clothes, and laid him in a manger, because there was no room for him in the inn. And there were shepherds in the field watching over their flock by night. And lo, an angel of the Lord appeared to them, and the glory of the Lord shone around them, and they were filled with fear. The angel said, Fear not, for behold, I bring you good tidings of great joy, which will come to all people. For to you is born this day in the city of David a Savior, who is Christ the Lord. And this shall be a sign to you. You will find a babe wrapped in swaddling clothes and lying in a manger. Suddenly, there was with the angel a multitude of heavenly hosts praising God and saying, Glory to God in the highest, and on earth, peace, goodwill to men. Now when Jesus was born in Bethlehem of Judea in the days of Herod the king, behold, wise men came from the east to Jerusalem, saying, Where is he that is born, king of the Jews? We have seen his star in the east and have come to worship him. When Herod the king heard these things, he and all of Jerusalem were troubled. Then Herod met with the chief priests and teachers of the law of Moses and asked where Christ would be born. They said, In Bethlehem of Judea. For the prophet wrote, Bethlehem in the land of Judea, you are very important. From your town shall come a leader who will be like a shepherd that will rule my people, Israel. Then Herod called the wise men and asked them what time they had seen the star. Herod sent them to Bethlehem and said, Go and search for the young child, and when you find him, come and tell me so I may worship him also. The wise men listened to the king and left. And the star they saw in the east went before them until it stopped over the young child was. When they saw the star, they were filled with joy. And when the wise men came in the house, they saw the young child with Mary, his mother. They fell down and worshipped him. The wise men opened their treasures and gave him gifts of gold, frankincense, and myrrh.
Oh! <laughs> 
one, two, check. Only me. All right. <laughs> Must be an operator error. Anyway, Merry Christmas. So glad that you guys are here. We have uh, more things planned for you, but we just want to take a pause. If I could have our ushers come forward, we want to uh, take our offering for today. Your giving makes it possible to do everything that we do, all the ministries that we do to touch the community, uh, to be the salt and light here uh, in Ambridge and the region, our recovery programs, our Bible studies, the Sunday services, the youth services, our men's recovery home, and soon to be opened, our grand opening will be on January 6th, New Hope's Haven Maternity Home will be open. Any woman who is pregnant and in need of housing will have a safe, secure place where they can come and, and find shelter and find healing and find hope. And, and uh, so we're really excited about that. So your giving makes that all possible. And of course, we believe according to God's word that God will uh, take your seed and he'll multiply it back to you. Amen. Dear Lord, we just thank you for, uh, I thank you for today. Lord, I thank you for everything that you're doing here uh, in this church, Lord. And I pray most of all that you would be glorified through everything that we do. Uh, we thank you that you have good plans for us, Lord, and we thank you that you'll provide everything that we need for every family in here and for the church, the mission, and the vision. So, Lord, we just, uh, we thank you in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. If you want to give electronically, there's places where you can do that. You can text that word give right on your cell phone. You can also go to fournewhope.org and there will be a donate here tab that you can donate to. Um, you know, one of the things and one of the easy things that we say about uh, this church when we want to describe it is that lives are changed here. You know, this isn't a place we just don't want to be religious and you know, come to church and kind of come to church on Sunday, then leave and just leave everything unchanged. We believe that we are in a, a faith that can be walked out each and every day in our practical life. And so lives are changed here. My life was changed through Christ. This room is full with changed lives. And uh, we have a, a brother here who really wanted to share a little bit of his story and give glory to God. So we're just going to take a couple minutes. Eric Frisco, I'm not sure where you're at here. You were here. There he is. Look at him. All right. Hi, everyone. Don't mind me if I get a little emotional. Uh, this is a big thing for me. I've never spoke in front of this many people. So, about six months ago, I made the choice that it's time to straighten my life out and get back to where I want to be, where I should be, to where God wants me. And I took the, the step of the process of starting to get clean. Went and got uh, the Subdicade shot. And, and so in the process of it, I... I wanted financial freedom in one way or another. I'm tired of struggling. So just started researching and looking at things. What can I do? What could be not so much easy, but uh, a way to help God out. So I started talking to people. and my, my little brother was a little bit of an influence. 
so I started researching on something to do. So n go back six months. I uh, really never wanted to give all my problems to anyone. I'm just too, I was too prideful. So in starting off within the six months as I go on, I'm starting to give things to God, praying. I'm still messing up in the first month. And I just started praying and praying and praying and I started giving, having hope, 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 and that's all I prayed. And I just come up, I don't know if you guys see me, every, every week I come up and I pray for about five, ten minutes during worship. And it's, it's worked wonders, miracles. I, if it wasn't for God, I wouldn't be at the situation that I'm in right now. I am going on seven months clean. Uh, started a path in real estate which I never thought in a million years that I could do. Never thought I had the intelligence or anything like that. I just prayed and prayed and prayed. I had very little support in this, in, the, in this process. Uh, no support from my mother, none at all. Uh, she's always said, you'll never get clean. You, you don't want it. And I've always told her I want it. It's just I got to do it in the right process, and I got to change my people, places, and things. And that's what I did this time. I changed my people, places, and things. Uh, once I got out of the situation that I was in, I don't want to name names or what I was doing, where I was at, but once I got out of that situation, it was a lot easier to do what I'm doing now. And it's it's a long process. You just got to have faith. You got to put everything, like they say, put everything down to God's feet, Jesus' feet. He will take care of you no matter what. There's times where I did I thought my car was going to disappear. Next morning, I never woke up. It was still there. Uh, there's been times where I didn't know if I was going to make my mortgage. And, and me and my wife didn't know we were going to make the mortgage. And I said, we just got to have faith. Faith, 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 faith. And that's what I go by now is faith. And you just got to believe. Two weeks ago, a week ago, I finally got my first house under contract. And... I haven't got rid of it yet, but I got 60 days to do that. So, uh, but what the goal is, is to not only me have financial freedom, but I've always been a giving person. My wife hates it. She doesn't hate it, she dislikes because I, I guess I give too much. I give my time to people too much. And it's just something I've always wanted to do. I've always been like that since I was little. I was a whenever I was, whenever I turned 15, I became a volunteer fireman. Well, 
drugs screwed that up. So, uh, but it is what it is. It's the past. You live and you learn. Uh, unfortunately, I can't get back into it, but I can always support people and and like that's going in that direction and help them in the process. Uh, so, and the, my goals for this year are obviously to have financial freedom, but to help anyone that needs help. The church, anyone in the church, if I can help, I will help. Uh, so that's my goals for, for this for this next year. I have really high goals, I'll let you just know. Within seven years, I want my house paid off. <laughs> Before the seven years, I want my house paid off. In seven years, I want a million dollars in the bank saved. This piece of paper right here is the start of my financial freedom.
a miracle in this room with my name on it there's a healing in this room and it's here for me oh there's a breakthrough in this room
Could we give uh, the Lord a hand clap of praise? Thank you, Lord. All our kids for practicing all week, all our sound people, uh, Sherry and, and, and Trey and our worship team. I mean, just uh, so much talent uh, here in this church. I'm just so proud of them. And hopefully this gets a kickoff until you're into your uh, Christmas season. Let me go ahead and just move this over a tad. I knew lifting those weights would come in handy one day. Hey, so happy Christmas Eve. I'm so excited that you decided to uh, spend at least a portion of your Christmas season here with us. I know that uh, around this kind of year, things can get kind of crazy and busy, and you have so many different things to do, but you've uh, made a decision. You made a decision that you were going to make coming to church and giving Jesus your best part of the season. And there's a lot of people who don't. Um, and I know that when we get to uh, Christmas and the whole Christmas story, a lot of you guys are going to feel like, you know, I've heard it all, I've seen it all, everything like that. But if you'll just give me the next 15 minutes and just listen to what I want to tell you, I think that uh, you're going to go into your, uh, your Christmas season, your holiday season, uplifted, build up full of the Holy Spirit, and ready to celebrate the true reason for the season. So I'm going to go ahead and pray, and we're going to, uh, and I, I'm going to share this message. My message this morning is why the world needs Christmas. Why the world needs Christmas. If you want to just bow your heads, Heavenly Father, we come to you in Jesus' name. Lord, I thank you for your spirit that is here moving among us. Lord, I thank you that there's so much um, when we think about your birth and your entrance into the world, that, that there's just so much that it's so hard for us to grasp, Lord, but we are so grateful. Lord, so I pray that you would anoint me to preach and teach your word. Lord, I pray that the word would go forth and find its mark. And I thank you and I give you glory to you in Jesus' name. Amen. So the, the world needs Christmas. But, but as I say that, I, I, I don't want us to... I, I, we're going to have to kind of separate what we would call the American tradition of Christmas from the actual reason why we celebrate Christmas. Now, it's not necessarily that tradition is bad. Some tradition is good, and there's things about the holiday tradition that I really like. For the most part, not everybody, but for the most part, people are actually a little nicer around Christmas season. It's kind of part of the tradition, and they tend to maybe give you more grace. Um, I got pulled over the other day. I had a headlight out, and, you know, they do the thing, come to the, well, you know, I'm officer so-and-so. I'm pulling you over, license and registration, and when I gave them my license and registration and insurance, I realized that my registration expired back in October. So now we got a problem. But luckily he said, well, it's the holidays. So because it's the holidays and it's right before Christmas, I'm going to let you off with a warning. I like that. That saved me about $200. So praise God for that. So I like that part. 
of the season, people tend to just be more generous around this time of year. And they actually, it gives them a time where they remember people that serve them, right? The, the male people, the, you know, the garbage people, the, the people that, um, that, that work for them or the people that they work for or people that uh, they serve or people that make an impact of their life. They kind of remember that and they want to do something nice for, for all those people. And, and, you know, this is the time of year things kind of shut down and we spend more time with our families and, and the people that we love. And I love that about the, the Christmas season is that things kind of slow down because, you know, in America, we move at way too fast of a pace and we just move, you know, and we're running here and running there and doing this and doing that, doing that. And, you know, and we don't always make time for the people that that we love. But there's also things that I don't like about the, the Christmas tradition. I don't like the commercialization of everything that's that's Christmas, right? And, you know, here in America, you know, it's like, hey, this is another opportunity for us to make some money, right? So every every store, you know, you have the Christmas sale, and this is on sale, and you're barraged with ads, and everybody's trying to get your money, and everybody just wants to make a profit, and that's kind of, you know, a, a bad thing about this. I don't like the increased stress of the holidays. You know, a lot of times it's financial stress. We want to make sure that we get all the right gifts and we get, you know, the good enough gifts. And then, you know, you have this time where like you're meeting with somebody and they might have a present for me. And if they have a present for me, then I got to make sure I have a present for them. And it, what kind of present are they going to have? Like, I don't want to get them a $10 present and they get me a $50 present and, you know, or I don't want to get them a $50. I don't, you know, and so it just gets kind of awkward, you know, and I want to say like, Hey, like, why don't we just hang out? You keep your money. I keep my money and we'll just, you know, I'll buy what I need, you buy what you need, you know. And, and obviously, you know, if you have people over, you know, you got to make sure the house is clean. So there's, you know, cooking and, and cleaning. You go to the store, there's these long lines. You go to traffic. Anybody been to Robinson, like, within the past week? Like, serious, serious traffic, right? I don't like that. And, and I also acknowledge that, you know, around the holidays that there's a certain pain that people feel because, you know, there's certain people that usually would be sitting around the dinner table with them that, that aren't going to be sitting around the dinner table with them this holiday. And, and I don't like the fact that, you know, sometimes people are, are reminded of that and there's a certain pain that people have. But when you look at traditions, the reason that cultures have traditions is because there's a truth that, that they've discovered that they want to have passed on to all the future generations because it's such an important truth. We need to take this and we need to, to pass it on. So, you know, we have you set apart certain days and you have certain things that you do to establish those traditions so that we can actually establish a truth. Uh, for example, Jewish people celebrate a Passover, right? They celebrate a Passover. Why? They have, a, they have a dinner, they have a Seder, it's a certain day, because they want to remember the fact that as a people that they were slaves one time in Egypt, and God, with an outstretched arm and a mighty hand, set them free. So they, they get together every year, they have a Passover, and there's certain things within that, that, that Passover Seder that remind them of what God did for them. And those are, are kind of what we wanted to, you know, to, to establish in our Christmas 
traditions. And of course, we have these Christmas traditions, not just so that we can, you know, uh, get presents and, and give presents. Although when I was little, I thought it was all about presents, right? I mean, I was, I was all about it. But, but, but what we're doing in these traditions are, is we're celebrating the greatest historical moment uh, uh, in human history, and that is the birth of Jesus Christ. And I, I was just, um, I, I remember I was talking to somebody just recently, and they said, well, I don't really, you know, believe that Jesus ever even existed. And I just looked at them. I said, well, what year is it? They said, 2023. I said, 2023 years after what? Right? The birth of, of Jesus Christ. And you know, we, we have these different traditions, right? So we have traditions where we put a star on top of our tree. And, and that star, of course, represents the, the star of Bethlehem that uh, was over um, Joseph and Mary when, when Jesus was born. And, and, and we give gifts because the wise men or the magi came and they brought, they brought gifts to, to Jesus Right, candy canes are a part of the, the holiday, and, and if you look at a candy cane, it's, it's shaped like a shepherd's staff, and, and the shepherds were the first one to have an angel proclaim that, that Jesus was born, and they went to, to go see the, the baby that was born um, in the manger, and, and if you turn the, the candy cane upside down, it's a letter J representing the name of Jesus, and then it's it's red and white. The red represents the blood of Jesus, and the white represents the fact that he makes us white as snow. So we have candy canes, and we put them on our tree, and we have get-togethers, right, for the entire family. And we have dinners, and we invite people and family and, and friends. And, you know, and when, when one of us has a birthday or somebody in our family has a birthday, we have a big get together and everybody gets together so now we have a family get together to of course celebrate the the birth of Jesus but what can happen with traditions unfortunately is basically the truth that these traditions were supposed to represent gets lost somewhere and then it just becomes just about the tradition. And so if we celebrate the tradition, just like many people will do around this holiday, there's a lot of people that will celebrate all the traditions, but they'll totally miss this eternal truth that, that, that was supposed to be passed down from generation to generations. And if they celebrate the traditions and totally miss the point, then this amazing, beautiful, life-changing event what will never get into their heart, and it doesn't have an effect on them or their family like it was meant to have. I want to very quickly uh, read a passage out of the Bible, and I want to read how this event is described in the Bible, and then I just want to quickly explain with the time that we have left why the world needs Christmas. So if you have your Bibles with you, we're going to go in Matthew chapter 1. Matthew chapter 1, we're going to begin at verse 18. We're going to go through to verse 25. It says, now the birth of Jesus Christ was as follows. After his mother Mary was betrothed to Joseph, before they came together, she was found with child of the Holy Spirit. Then Joseph, her husband, being a just man and not wanting 
to make her a public example, was minded to put her away secretly. But while she thought about these things, behold, an angel of the Lord appeared to him in a dream, saying, Joseph, son of David, do not be afraid, do not be afraid to take to you Mary, your wife, for that which is conceived in her is of the Holy Spirit. And she will bring forth a son, and you shall call his name Jesus, for he will save people from their sins. So all this was done that it might be fulfilled, which was spoken by the Lord through the prophet, saying, Behold, the virgin shall be with child and bear a son, and they shall call his name Emmanuel, which is translated God with us. Then Joseph, being aroused from sleep, did as the angel of the Lord commanded him, and took to him his wife, and he did not know her till she had brought forth her firstborn son, and he named him Jesus. So the, the passage that we read says that you will call his name Jesus, for he will save people from their sins. The name Jesus in Hebrew is Yeshua, and it means Yahweh is salvation, restoration, and Deliverance, And everybody who read that in the first century would know the significance of the name of Jesus. And Joseph especially would know the significance and that there was something that was extremely special about the child that, we, that, that was being born. That, that he was going to deliver the people from their sins. And when we think about the word sin, we, we think about the, the big moral issues, right? Stealing things, adultery, uh, murder. But, but sin is, it, it includes that, but it's so much, so much more than that. It means that we have missed the mark. God has a mark for us to hit. God has a, a plan for our life and Sin means that we have missed the mark. If you think about it, if you're an archery, you know, if you had a bow and arrow and there's a bullseye in the center and the bullseye is God's plan for your life and you pull that arrow back and you shoot and you miss the entire bale of hay, right? That's, you, you've missed the mark. So you're like, what did I do wrong? Why did I shoot my, my bow and arrow wrong? What happened that I totally, you know, missed the bullseye and, and our mark or our bullseye that we're supposed to hit is God's plan for our life. Jeremiah 29, 11 says, I know the plans that I have for you, says the Lord. Thoughts of peace and not of evil to give you a future and a hope. Jesus said it like this. He said, it's the thief that comes to steal, kill, and destroy. But I've come that you may have life and you may have it more abundantly. So, so when we sin, it means that we've gone astray from God's plan for our life. Everybody just does what, whatever they think is right in their own mind. They, they, they disregard to God, and we wonder why everything is all screwed up. More people are depressed than have ever been depressed. More people are hopeless than have ever been. We we, we constantly watch the news and the whole entire world seems like a, a house of cards that just if one thing would happen that, uh, that, that basically that we would be in World War III. The second leading cause of deaths for young people is 
is suicide. Over 120,000 people die every year from, from drug overdoses. That's twice the amount that died in the entire Vietnam War each and every day. And that's not to mention we're looking at a pretty chaotic and divisive election year. And, and all this evil and all this chaos is because we walked away from God as a society and we've missed the mark. But do you think that God just looks down and is like, hey, I tried to help them out. I tried to tell them what to do, but they don't want to listen. So I'm just done with this. I'm done. No, he doesn't. He, he, he looks down at man who has turned his back on, has turned his back on the ways of God and the paths of God. And he says, I'm not going to leave you in all that mess. I'm going to send my son and he will live the life that you could never live. He'll be an example of what a, a, a fully surrendered man to God who is empowered by the Holy Spirit will look like. And he will give his life on a cross and he will die in our place for our sins so that our sins can be taken away out of our life. And the power of sin in our life can be broken. That, that nature that, that makes us want to go and rebel against God and pick our own path and, and miss the mark is going to be replaced by a new mind, a new heart, and a new will, and the power of the Holy Spirit. Amen. And, you know, we talk about why was Jesus born in a manger. And I know that, you know, the, the, the answer that's probably going to pop in your head very quickly is because, well, there was no room in the inn. There was no room in the inn. Of course, that's why he was born in the manger. But... There's a greater reason that is even more symbolic. Uh, maybe God made it so that there was no room in the inn. And he was born in the manger amongst the lambs because he was the lamb. He was the lamb of God that would take away the sins of the world. It, it, it is our sins that keep us separated from God. But, but through the sacrifice of Jesus Christ, that wall has been torn down and, and our relationship with God has been now restored and now God is with us and, and God is for us and now you and I and, and your family, we can come out of the chaos of this world and we can say, you know what, there is hope, there is a promise of peace, there, there, there is a promise of joy and they call his name Emmanuel, God with us. You got to understand, amen. This world needs Jesus. They need to know. They need to be reminded that the Christmas season, it's not about Rudolph. Although I'm a big fan of Mason, he saved the Christmas for the Steelers. But this holiday, it's not about Rudolph the red-nosed reindeer, and it's not about Frosty the snowman, and, and it's not about a man with a, with a beard and a red suit. It's about God who so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son that whoever puts faith in him, they will not perish, but they will have eternal life. And so as we go out today, I want to send you out as, as messengers of the good news that, that use the holiday traditions to truly share the true message of Christmas, that God came to earth 
as a child, that, that he saved us from our sins. And in doing so, our connection with God is restored and our heavenly home is secured. Do not allow the traditions to eclipse the reason for this season. The world needs this message. The world needs Christmas. Use the holiday to tell the story, the great truth of what the world needs. Why we get together as a group. Why we give one another gifts. Why we have a star on our tree. What the candy cane means. Tell your kids. Tell your family. Tell your friends that God is with us and God is for us. And may you have the best Christmas that you ever had in your life this year. God bless each and every one of you. Could we pray together? Heavenly Father, I thank you for all the men and women that have gathered here today. Lord, and most of all, we thank you for your son. And Lord, we thank you for the sacrifice. Lord, we know that as he came and we, we, we see the, the babe in the manger, that the main reason that he came is he came to die. He came to die in our place for our sins. So, Lord, there's nothing that we can do to ever pay you back. We don't have uh, anything that can equal what you've, the gift that you've given us. But, Lord, I pray that you would make us messengers, that you would put a word in our mouth. And that, Lord, and that we would go out and we would take the light and life of our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ, to every family gathering, every workplace party, everywhere that we go. We would be a light and we would represent you. In Jesus' name we pray. And everybody said, Amen.
Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. As we close our service today, you know, we'll probably spend tonight and tomorrow opening a lot of gifts. It would be a shame if you came here and you got a bunch of gifts over this holiday season and you've never accepted the greatest gift that you could ever receive. And that's the gift of righteousness that came through the sacrifice of Jesus Christ. The Bible says that we've all sinned and we've all fallen short of the glory of God. That's every single one of us. That we're all sinners by nature and by choice. And because of that, we're separated from God. But this gift has been offered. The Lamb of God that takes away the sins of this world. But you have to accept it. You have to take it as your own. You have to put your faith in him. And you have to ask him to come into your life and change you. You don't clean yourself up for God. You come with them exactly as you are. Every problem you have, all your shame, anything that you've ever dealt with, you come and you lay that at the foot of the cross and you say, Lord, I'm giving it my all. I'm giving you my life so that I can take up yours. And if that's you today, if I could have every head bowed and every eye closed, I want to give you that opportunity to have a time and a place where you make Jesus the Lord of your life. If you've never, ever made Jesus the Lord of your life and you want to do that today, you want to accept this free gift of salvation. For you and I, it's free, but for the Son of God, it cost him his life on the cross. If that's you today, and you could just stick up a hand and say, I want to make Jesus the Lord of my life. Anybody here today? As we close. Anybody here? All right, if we could just stand to our feet. So the good news is that we'll all see ourselves in heaven. Amen? We'll all see one another in heaven. The bad news is there's lots of people out there that don't know Jesus. So you're going to head out this door, and that's going to be your mission field. Amen? Lord, thank you for this day. Thank you for my brothers and sisters in Christ who have gathered here. Lord, I pray that you would bless them. You would bless their families. You would bless their homes. May the light of the Lord shine upon them and their homes in Jesus' name. And everybody said amen. Amen. Merry Christmas. Love you. God bless. And very quickly, all kids, kids age 10 and under, if you guys can come up here on the stage. Uh, Miss Pam got something for you guys. So 10, 10 and under, 10 and under, 10 and under, if you guys can come up on the stage here for us. 10 and under, come get your prizes. Go tell it on the mountain 
If you are a part of the Ignite Youth Group, can you make your way to the stage also? If you are a part of the Ignite Youth Group, can you make your way to the stage also? Kids who are part of the Ignite Youth Group.